This is the intro jingle. This is the K-Pop Tebok Show with Eric Nam. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to K-Pop Tebok with Eric Nam. This is episode six. So, yeah, we're back. We have a lot of things to talk about. Just a lot of stuff to talk about. So, we're glad you're joining us. This might be a very long episode. I don't know. I hope you're up for it. I am. Let's see. This is a show where we talk about music and K-pop and stuff and life and me. And that's the way it is because that's it's my show. Um, this is not a K-pop news show per se, but just us talking about our favorite releases and me. <laughs> Anyways, you guys can always join us on social media. If you haven't done so already, you can follow us on our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Tebak Show. D-A-E-B-A-K Show. And as always, you guys can listen to our curated Spotify or YouTube playlist, and we will list all the songs that we mention in our podcast. So when you're driving, when you're working, when you're doing whatever, doing your homework, you can just press play and leave it on in the background, and you'll you'll have some great music going. All right? Well, let's just jump right into it. Uh, this week, we have a couple artists to talk about. We had Henry to talk about. We have Park Hyo Shin. We have Oh My Girl, and a couple other people sprinkled in here and there. And uh, we're also going to talk about my brand new song called Runaway. And I think we're actually going to pull that into a separate episode of K-Pop Tebak. So if you guys want some deep, dirty secrets about this smash hit of a song called Runaway, then you guys can uh, listen to that episode now, or you can listen to this right after this one. So anyways, hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Let's just jump right into it. Let's go. Artist number one. This is the next artist. So our first artist is Henry. Our good friend Henry is back with a song called Untitled Love Song. So if you guys don't know Henry, Henry is from Canada, Canadian land. And uh, his parents are, I believe, like Hong Kong and Taiwanese. And um, he debuted with Super Junior M in 2008 and as a solo artist in 2013 with his EP Trap. Is that right? I didn't know Trap was his first one. What was 143? Henry 143. 143 was on Trap. Because I remember, so I guess the EP second single was 143. Henry's back with a brand new song. Uh, it was released on May 9th. It's a very simple and uh, sweet romantic ballad. The song itself is very meta in, this, in the sense that the video and the lyrics talk about him writing a song. Right? Um... But the song is kind of like, this is a love song for you, but I don't have a name for it, I don't have a title for it, so we're just going to leave it an untitled love song. But yeah, Henry's been doing just everything. He's been killing it. He's been on all the Korean reality TV shows. Um, he's been winning awards for the last few years. He is now the star of a brand new movie. It's the sequel. Um, it's called A Dog's Journey. If you guys uh, want to see a movie with dogs and Henry... It's in theaters May 15th. He's officially now a Hollywood actor, guys. Um, I haven't seen him in a while. He's just been so busy. We've been, you know, we FaceTime every once in a while. Um, but Henry is uh, really just killing it. So super proud of him, super happy for him. I remember the first time we met, it was like 2012, 13. And uh, I met him because of uh, that friend that I mentioned, Jen. Jen himself is a singer-songwriter, also super talented. Check his stuff out. We wrote Stop the Rain um, and a few other songs on 
that haven't been released um, in the past. Jen was like, hey, you should meet Henry. They were rooming together at the time. And so I go to hang out with Jen. Henry shows up and that's when we first met. What was that, six, seven years ago? And, uh, we, you know, we've stayed friends and stayed in touch and stayed in touch and support each other when, when we can. Um, but, yeah, Henry's been, you know, obviously killing it on TV. He's been killing it in China. Now he's doing Hollywood. This man is everywhere. Um, so it's been really great to see him blow up because he's just so talented. You know, he does he does everything. I'm sure everybody knows, right? Like he plays like every instrument in the world. And uh, I just think he's he's incredibly talented. So congratulations to Henry and congratulations on the new song. Uh, untitled love song you guys if you haven't done so check it out and of course you guys can check it out on our spotify or youtube playlist and watch the music video and do whatever um and if you can go check out the movies support the brother all right let's move on to our next artist Pak Yushin. this is the next artist all right so the next one next song is goodbye by Pak Yushin. so if you guys you know don't know Pak Hyushin, it's fair because he, uh, like, I guess you could consider him K-pop or not, depending on what you consider the phrase K-pop. Like, for me, I think of K-pop as popular Korean music, right? That's technically what it is, popular Korean music. Now, when you think of K-pop as a genre internationally, you think of boy groups, girl groups, and a lot of dancing and choreography. So, for me, I consider K-pop for people who are just very, you know, into the the dance heavy kind of stuff, um, and the groups, then maybe it's not K-pop. Maybe it's I actually don't care what you think it is. It's just an amazing, it's amazing songs. He's an amazing artist. Um, he is one of the most famous, legendary singers, songwriters in Korea. Um, not only is he a singer, but he's also a musical theater actor. Um, and he is amazing. Um, he sells out, I think, like every show, every time. It's just impossible to get tickets. Um, he debuted in 1999 with his first album, Things I Cannot Do For You. Um, and that was also the title of his first song. And um, I still remember watching him when I was younger. And I was like, dang, this man can sing. And, you know, I think I rediscovered him a few years ago when he released... Uh, which is I think is like Wildflower is the English title um, and if you guys haven't seen that video or seen his performance of that oh my gosh guys it is amazing he hits incredible notes and has incredible like power and just runs in his vocals and so I, I was lucky enough to go to his concert um, a few years back with a friend and um it was like watching it wasn't just like a concert it was like half concerts half musical so i you know he pretty much set up an entire musical set as part of his concert so he did a bunch of songs and then he did like a big part one of a musical and then he went back to doing just songs with the band and it was in the gymnastics arena which is one of the largest venues in Korea um, and he, I just remember being very moved because he was singing Yasengwa Wildflower and he just broke down in tears like he like couldn't finish the song and from what I heard like every time he sings that song 
he just breaks down because it's such a personal, meaningful song to him. And so knowing that, it moved me even more. And, you know, the song was released five, six years ago, and I still listen to it regularly to this day. So if you guys haven't done so, check out Wildflower, Ya Senghua, and also check out his brand new song, Goodbye. So let's talk about Goodbye a little bit. The Goodbye song, apparently it's part of a longer album. Um, the song is part of his Lover's 2019 campaign. And apparently it's supposed to challenge listeners to allow themselves to feel and express their emotions more. And it's also commemorating Park Hyun-shin's 20th anniversary since he debuted. Right? It's been 20 years. And it's about the possible last goodbye between two very close people. Most likely romantically, but I mean, I feel like goodbyes can be applied to anybody. Friends, um, family, lovers, whatever. And his co-writers on this song, not only was it Park Hyun-shin, but also Jung Jae-il and Kimina. So Kimina is, in a, is a very famous lyricist herself. She writes, um, she's been writing for, I don't know, probably like 15, 20 years. I don't know her story personally, but I just know that she's a very uh, revered and very well-respected song writer, like lyrically in Korea. And so another thing I just found out is the song, the instrumental accompaniment was by a 50-person orchestra, which is huge. Like, I don't think there are a lot of songs written today, recorded today, that use live music, live orchestras, because it's so hard to edit and have everybody be on point. You know, if you listen to a lot of idol songs or even my songs, like I've never used an orchestra. What we use is a lot of computer programming and samples and loops and different sources. Um, so, but I think having that sort of live orchestra really, really brings up this intangible emotion in the song that people resonate with. And I think not only, you know, of course, Pakushin has an amazing voice and technique, but it's the instrumentation that also makes people feel certain things in certain ways that I can't really describe. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the music video, it's beautifully shot. It's shot outside um, and inside. It's a good mix. He's outside in, you know, fields and by the ocean. And then uh, they also portray lovers um, and people just kind of, it's kind of stoic. It's very beautifully shot. The colors are very nice. And I think intentionally, they kind of did it so you're left wondering and thinking about what is this relationship? How are they related? Is it family? Is it lovers? Like what is going on? And as I was watching, it made me think about the relationships that I have with people around me. Um, so it's a very, I want to say understated music video, but beautifully shot. So if you just like looking at beautifully shot things, you may enjoy it in that sense um you know i can't even like go into the accolades and the achievements of this legendary singer because he's won so many that even if we started to list them out we would be missing them and probably do him a disservice um i guess we one thing we could highlight is he won the best actor in 2019 for his work in the musical the man who laughs at the korean musical awards um i don't I don't particularly love Korean musicals. Um, if there's an English version of it, I'd prefer to watch an English version because for me, that's more comfortable. And oftentimes, a lot of the remakes of Korean versions, when you're squeezing in Korean lyrics, it kind of changes the feel and the emotions of songs. But if I was able to, I would go watch him because he's such 
an incredible vocalist. Um, but anyways, I'm going to start, just stop talking. I feel like I've just praised this man for the past 10 minutes. Um, but again, I really just want to encourage you guys, if you guys like vocals, if you guys like ballads, if you love powerful singers, this is the guy for you. Um, check it out. Goodbye. Also, Yazing Wildflower by Pak Kyoshin. Now let's move on to the next one. This is the next artist. We have, oh my girl. Oh my girl. Who is this? Oh my girls, the fifth season. It's a fifth season, y'all. Um, I, man, I wish I brought the album with me. Um, I, I received one of their albums, the signed album this past week. But Oh My Girl is back with their first ever full-length album, right? Um, and their comeback title is called The Fifth Season. Um, and I believe they also did it as like SSFWL. And so Oh My Girl is a group formed by WM Entertainment. They debuted in 2015 with the mini album Oh My Girl and their first single Cupid. They have seven members, Hyojung, Mimi, Yua, Singi, Chiho, Pini, and Arin. And um, they refer to love as the fifth season that a person experiences. So there's spring, summer, fall, and winter. And, you know, they were saying, I, were, I was on a radio show with them this week. And so they were explaining the song to me and the listeners. And pretty much, you know, every season, every time there's a change in season, you have a certain, what do you call it, like an expectation or like this... Uh, Ah, oh, like fall's coming. I'm so excited. Winter's here. Winter's coming, guys. Well, winter's been done. Yes. So that kind of thing. Like spring's coming. Oh, summer's coming. Fall's coming. Winter's coming. I'm so excited. Uh, love's coming. Like I feel love coming onto me. That kind of thing. Um, it's a very soft electronic pop song. I would say this is a very, very, very Korean pop song. Um, I was actually, you know, when they first debuted, I was very excited about their sound because at the time when they de debuted it was a very western pop sound that they had had they had this song like closer um which i thought was a great very western influenced record now i think their sound has gone very very kkk pop um even their unit stuff last year they did uh like this banana onsungi like monkey I forgot the title of it. Um, and even that sound was very, very Korean. Um, but it's been interesting. Like, and it's been interesting to see them really come up. Like, I first got introduced to them because Yua and I actually shot an endorsement together. This was probably, like, when she first debuted. We shot a video game commercial together. And that's when I got to know about the group. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we I've been seeing them all week because I've been promoting on the music video or on the music shows with them. And uh, it's been really cool to see them grow so much because um, at a certain point, they just all of a sudden kind of really grew in their popularity. Um, and they've been winning some awards in the past few years. And uh, I think they've been on tour. And, you know, if you go to these music shows, you have a lot of fans uh, of theirs show up as well, which is a good, always a good indication of their popularity. Their fan club name is called Miracle, and apparently it originated from one of their songs, B612. There's a part in the lyrics where it says, it's like a miracle that you love me. And so from there, they derived the fan club name Miracle. 
Um, and you know what? The other cool thing is like they have some very strong vocalists in that team. I I, I told them that on, on the show the other day. We we're singing live, and I had never heard them sing live. If you watch it on like TV, there's often like a lot of like backing vocals and a lot of stuff going on, so it's hard to tell. But I was sitting right next to them. I had the headphones in, and I could really listen in on how they're singing. And they were, you know, very, very good, talented. I knew, like, Sunny was very talented because she was on a couple, like, singing shows in the past as well. Um, but it's been really cool to see them come up. They're really starting to, I think, come into their own color in terms of music and their performances. And, yeah, it's been cool because, you know, when they first started, they were just, like, these very young girls. And they were kind of B1A4's younger sister group at the time. And now they're, oh my girl. Oh my girl. Oh my women. Oh my girl. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been pretty cool to, to be back at the shows and to to see people. Other people that, you know, we've been seeing, I've been seeing this week. Uh, Namuyan, he is a member of Infinite. He's back with a brand new EP. Um, I actually have it right here. Hold on. Let's pull it out. We got a, We got an EP right here. Third mini. It's called A New Journey. So actually, Damuyan and I, like, we're both noms. And Brian is too. So technically, we're like related. He's our brother. He's not our brother, but he's we're related in some long, long, long distance form of way. What's the story about the nom? The story of the nom. The story of the nom. There is one though, right? So I don't know the story of the nom, but what I do know is I think all the noms are related. Apparently, like all the Kims aren't related, all the Lees aren't related, but all the noms are related. There's only one, like line of noms apparently. That's cool. Something like that. Who's your brother? No, he's like Our technically. He's technically like if you go back to olden times, he's technically like our grandpa he's technically our grandpa so like the way it works in korea is there's like different terms like harabuji right it's grandpa hey guys how is it going so so okay, okay so let's talk about this before. The so power i don't of the mic stop talking i have the mic oh, man. so i don't understand this completely honestly i don't but so for example there are so brian eddie and i we're noms and our generation, so if you don't know this, in Korean name, there's Tolim, which means there's one character that every uh, kid in that generation should have of the same family. So in our case, it's Yun. So my Korean name is Yundo, Eddie's name is Yuntek, Brian's name is Yunsu. So it's all Yuns. And so there's also like, uh, how do you say it there's so we're like further down in the ancestry apparently but then people who are like not as far down in terms of where we were born i guess i don't know a lot of them are like hyuns so there's nam uhyun there's nam taeon who used to be a a winner of like south club or what like that thing there's nam uhyun of infinite and then i have like music video producers whose names like nam hyunu and uh there's just a lot of hyuns around I don't actually understand that, like how like there's such a gap, but like we're apparently very far down in terms of like either our our family got busy real quick. That's probably what happened. Something like that. I don't really know, but um, yeah, I don't understand it completely. But everybody's like, oh, you guys are related. It's like okay. I want somebody to get every picture of a famous nom, and like you know when you like morph and put it all into one photos just to Whoa, see, and then we'll know. Probably not true at all, but then we'll know <laughs> what your 
uh, originator looks like. <laughs> Our grand, great, 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 great grandfather looked like. The OG now. Right. No, but it's like, this is like stuff that I always found interesting because I got to Korea and they're like, oh, well, these people are related to you. I was like, I have no, I have no idea what you're talking about. But yeah, something like that. It was very interesting. Yeah, because Korea has the family tree, like registry. Yeah. Which I didn't even know about until I moved to Korea that that was a thing. Yeah. It makes so much sense. But I don't know. It's very, very interesting. Very fascinating. If you're a nom and you're out there, hello. Eddie's like, uh-huh. we're looking for you. Is what he's like searching for X Men or something. <laughs> so, uh, Namuyon's new EP, it's called A New Journey. And uh, the title song is Hold On Me. And it features Juno Flow. Juno Flow is an American rapper, Korean American rapper. Um, he, I think, was on Show Me the Money. He was signed under MFBTY's label for a while. Feel good music. What's up, Juno Flow? Wherever you are, I haven't seen you in a minute. Who else released some stuff? Uh, Chancellor released Angel featuring Taeyeon a week or two ago. I caught up with him on Thursday. He actually sent us a shout out. Hey guys, what's up? I'm here with Chancellor Mikey. Hey. He's back with a new album. Tell us about your album. Well, my single album, first of all, what's up, everybody? My name is Chancellor. My uh, first, no, first single off my <laughs> upcoming album is called Angel. It's out now. Big shout out to Eric Nam and um, his new song, Runaway, too. And yeah. Say, say what's up to all of our listeners. The show is called K-Pop Taebak Show. K-Pop Taebak Show? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me on this, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to come on for an interview soon, right? Yeah, man. All right. Definitely. Awesome. We'll talk soon. Thanks, for man. Sure. Yeah, Chancellor has an album coming out very soon. This new one, is this single is called Angel, features Taeyeon. It's an R&B jam because that man is the king of like just writing R&B hits. He also writes amazing K-pop hits. Like We'll go into that in the future at some point, but he has he's an amazing songwriter and performer. Um. Let's ramble. Crazy ramblings with Eric Nam. Kind of basically already were. Right, but we should ramble more. More? We should ramble more. So we, so I've been on music shows this past week. The music, the song came out Wednesday, and I did a bunch of you know promo stuff. And then Thursday we started M Countdown. Friday was KBS Music Bank. Saturday was Umak Jungshim on NBC. Today Sunday was Inkigayo. And yesterday I had a festival. Tomorrow is Arirang and some ra more radio. Tuesday is SPS MTV, the show. And Wednesday is NBC Everyone Show Champion. So that's a full week of promotions. Um, and you guys came out to check out Music Bank on Friday. Yeah, we did. Yeah. How was that for you guys? That was, it was exactly what I thought it would be like. <laughs> well, I think it's because I've been to enough like Behind, like backstage things humble brag no <laughs> but to know that it's like very just like i don't know like it's not glitzy you know mm, mm, it really mm, is mm. like it's literally just like holding rooms you right know? like just I, waiting i feel like people who only see it from the finished product side they don't see that it's like a bunch of people literally in costume just like hang out in hallways and like just, just, just like catching up yeah just like sitting for hours and just on their phone phone i think yeah. one of your dancers was watching a live stream of a pool like people <laughs> playing pool and they couldn't stop like glancing down at his phone right um, I noticed the uh, serious lack of snacks. 
Yeah, yeah available? you you snack monster. The, uh, Brian comes to shows just to eat snacks. Yeah, he like doesn't do anything. He just like where are the snacks. Yeah, and then they show they showed up. There were no snacks, so he <laughs> left immediately to buy ice cream. Yeah, and that was when he was pleased. That was yeah. a really. I just felt I wanted to know what we looked like basically because we walked back like we came in. People immediately were like these two do not belong in here mm, 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 mm. and then we walk immediately back out with your manager so it looked like we were escorted out for a second and uh. then we go into the neighbor like neighboring 7-eleven we get our ice cream and we're just like like little kids like eating ice cream with your manager uh-huh. and we walk back in i guess like uh, a line of boy group members oh yeah we're like moving and that was the first time i saw like the crazy like intense uh bowing like uh inside right right right, um, right right and they did it they do it to every single if you breathe you will be inside <laughs> right, right right and right. i just felt so dumb eating like my <laughs> stupid ice cream as these boys just like 90 degree bowed at me and like screamed like thank you <laughs> right 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 no like 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 we've mentioned in the past on the show you know you know saying hello properly to people is so important in Korea and, and in this industry. And so um, even me, like even to this day, you know, I like at these shows right now, I am the oldest person there like that's performing, except for like yesterday because there was a like, UV and Park Bom. Um, they were the only people older than me. Like today I was the oldest person um, on the show. And so even I still feel very like, like to everybody um but it's just a very very important thing so when they're when you're in these halls and these groups go by and they're just yelling at you like and it's not a it's not a malicious bad it's just like and they're saying their name it's like for them a way to promote who they are and i think show like that they're not poorly mannered i will right i will remember the boys that came into the room Right, you will remember that. I will remember the heart tremor that like shook me right. when they all screamed right. in that tiny room. It was very endearing. It was very endearing and sweet and polite. Right. <laughs> it really took me by it, it, surprise. It shocks me every time. So, <laughs> um, so like what she's talking about is at the end of the show, um, this new group called ENOI, uh, mm. they came in and they they brought a signed CD and um, it was... They did like they did the like thing. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. And Brian and Diane were standing next to me. They're just like, "Oh my God, what just happened?" I was I was shook. It. Well, I didn't see them come in. I was like looking down at my phone. They snuck in like ghosts, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I just hear intense noise, and I look up. And there's like I don't I forget how many of them there were. Seven, five, seven, um, something six, five or seven. seven. Yeah. And I just look up, there's a group right. of boys in costume. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I like felt weird being there because you you were standing just like alone in the, in the middle of the room in front of them. Like, you know, um, on like Chi- Lunar New Year's when you have to like bow to your grandparents. It's yeah. like that and you're just like, like accepting that. People, <laughs> people like, I talk about it every once in a while, but like, I'm glad that you guys recognize that because people will never really know how it feels for me. (laughs) Like it's very awkward because people come in and there's like, especially new groups, these new Rickies, they're so young and like they, they watched me perform as they were growing up. 
and they were singing my songs as their practice songs and stuff. And so they come in and they're like very nervous. I'm like, oh my God, like, and so they did the blah, 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 you know, I'm like, hi, good to see you. Congratulations. Like, I'll like look out for what you guys are doing. And then I was like, oh, I'll give you a signed CD. And I don't know if you real, you really scrambled. I like didn't have anything ready, so I was like looking for a CD, and like they're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my yeah, god. oh my god. They're like, I, I I used to love singing this song, and then he would like one of them was like humming the melody. Oh my god, and I, <laughs> no, and like I feel like people might misconstrue and think like you're patting yourself on the back by like saying that they said that, but like it really was with that same intense emotion, right, and right. like. You know what I'm talking about? It's like you're repeating them verbatim. Like he was like sh- uh, the guy, the leader, clearly leader, the one who yeah, like yeah, passed yeah. you the album. Like he was like shook when you were like looking for an album <laughs> and like looking for a Sharpie to sign it. I like kept glancing over and I was like, I think this kid's going to explode. <laughs> I think he might actually explode. They're so uh, sweet. I like, I need to look them up. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they were really memorable. Yeah. We don't really, I don't really know much about them, but um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. We'll have to check it out. How do you feel though when you when you get that type of recognition, like having been in the industry? I and like you were once in their shoes. Um, I think it's cool. I I uh, it's like uh, it's it feels like it's weird, quite honestly, because I don't think of myself to be in that position. I don't think of myself as like I'm this, this superstar or whatever but like for for people when music is your entire life and you've spent years training and like watching music shows and music videos to be like this is the type of music i want to do, the type of performance i want to do this is what i'm going to practice for my auditions and my my training and my pyonka which is like my evaluations and you see them in real life it's a very surreal moment like i was saying like when i first met girls generation or shinwa or god or fly to the sky or uh like uh, like these people it was very like oh wow like i watched you on tv my entire life and you're here and so i understand where it's coming from and uh it's just very like cool to feel like oh i guess my music had that sort of impact or effect on certain people and that's where it feels kind of in a way very rewarding at times um yeah, seeing the audience area and like the actual stage area, that was the most fascinating part. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's what they show. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had a light stick. I have a light stick, guys. It's cute. Well, thank you. Brian didn't know. Yeah, no Brian idea. was like, he has a it light was stick. at the concert. What do you mean? You, like, did they make it or do you make it and then you give it to the fans? So they can buy it as merchandise. Mm-hmm. Oh, Everybody okay. buys those things as merchandise. It's a house. Yeah, it was a house. Um, and the reason that thinking behind that was like in Korea, there's this phrase called il gagbu il erignam, and it means every household should have one erignam. <laughs> yeah. And I like that. It's, I didn't make it up, guys. It just <laughs> appeared out of, I don't know where, like some fans made it, and yeah. it's actually in like the neighbor dictionary. That for, I'm not kidding. <laughs> like at all. Anyways, so yes, that's, I'm glad you guys came to kind of see what that experiences was like yeah uh, coming out alone was a mistake because i left before you guys uh. and i didn't know or i didn't realize that the audience members and just fans in general wait outside with like the partitions and stuff right. 
and I was trailing behind the freaking boy group. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which boy group it was. It was a boy group, and so you it's just like you just fans, hear right? screaming, and then they see me. <laughs> right <laughs> and i think a girl heckled me a girl should have heckled me because i think she didn't think i was listening or like new korean maybe because she's just like Onni, no and her friends like giggled at her joke and i just like i this is like when you cross the street to not be near middle schoolers because oh. you don't want to get bullied <laughs> <laughs> so you got bullied by middle schoolers i got bullied by middle i'm sure they're like high school or something but i was bullied <laughs> well i mean i'm sorry you had to go through that um but yeah uh the, these music shows are very very intense um they are a all-day ordeal um and maybe we'll talk about that in detail one day but pretty much like Friday morning, I got up at 6 a.m. No, I got up at 5 a.m. Friday morning. Yeah, tell them about your schedule this past week. So, I mean, every single day when I'm in promotion is a a.m. to a.m. kind of thing. So, Friday is Music Bank. Music Bank has a photo session when you walk in. So, it's like, a, what do you call it? Trugun. Trugun is like the way to work kind of thing mm -hmm. on like showing up for work kind of thing. So they have Trugunki and they have press, media, all there. They have fans, like hundreds of fans just lined up behind barricades waiting for you. When you get there, they take your photos. They just want to say hi. So you show up. And in order to do that, obviously you have to get hair makeup. I used to not because I was just like, eh, but I should, I should. So they're like, you really should because you need to. So 5 a.m., hair makeup get over there 7 a.m. and we do the photo wall walk in and then the rehearsals start so rehearsals there's drive rehearsal there's camera rehearsal then there's pre-recorded and then there's a live show so there's a lot that goes on pretty much from 7 30 to probably like two hours is drive rehearsals where all the cameramen are watching and they're trying to figure out their angles for the takes um, long story short we, we left at 6.30. So I was there for like 12 hours. In the middle, I took like a two-hour nap in the car, very uncomfortably. And then I did like two or three radio shows in the middle. And then other rehearsals. And then the live show. And then I was off. After the show finished, I was off to other schedules. So that's pretty much been my life. This past week. Yesterday was NBC. I was there by 7 a.m. And then I went to get hair and makeup. I did. I actually don't remember what happened. Yesterday. Oh, I did interviews in the middle. I did some TV stuff in the middle. Did the actual show around 3.30. And then I took the subway because we were afraid that we wouldn't make it. I had a festival yesterday. Beautiful Mint Life. And I live streamed it because I hadn't been on a subway in a long time. But traffic on weekends is awful, especially when the weather's nice because everybody's trying to hang out. And so I took the subway over to Olympic Park, which by car would have probably taken an hour and a half, two hours. It took me like 40 minutes. It was great. Um, and I did an hour-long set. And Oh, yeah. I saw clips of you doing Shallow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been doing that recently at shows because yeah. people in Korea love that song. So yeah. I've been doing it on festivals. I did it on Sketchbook. Your sketchbook. That's what I also did this week. Your sketchbook. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff. Well, you know what? We should have a show where we just talk about music shows in detail. One day. 
and like I'll compare you, contrast. I'll give no, I'll give like the full breakdown of what happens behind the show. Oh, like the rehearsals. Everybody knows about the inky kind of sandwiches. Well, what apparently. Okay, I'm shook know. already. Well, you, you didn't even say anything. I'm apparently, shook. they got rid of the sandwiches. Because of what? I don't know. So now they sell the sandwiches in the convenience stores, and yeah. they call them like idle Inkigayo sandwiches. So pretty much these sandwiches. But it can't be the same. It can't be the same. No. But I went today, and I was <laughs> trying to get them, and apparently they're gone. So they have like something else, and I don't know. Can you elaborate for those that well, have no idea what these are? <laughs> you, <Name> guys, Brian. <laughs> you guys, if you want the details, you're going to have to listen to another episode oh. on our music show special. <laughs> because this That everybody's been asking right, for. Because this episode is getting a little too intense right now. We talked about a lot. We talked about a lot, but we have more to talk about. Um, if you guys want to hear the breakdown of my brand new song called Runaway and how... The song was written with myself and with Love and with Loot and all these people and what my promotions have been like, um, all the backstories, all that is going to be on another episode of K-Pop Tebak. You guys can go straight to it right now and uh, hopefully you guys can learn a little bit more about the songwriting process and the creation process behind a single. Um, so go ahead and check that out. If you guys don't have time for that now, that's all good. Check it out sometime. Make sure you guys Check us out on our socials at Tebak Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And of course, do not forget our YouTube and Spotify podcast. Um, we're also taking some video right now. Hopefully, we can get this up so you guys can watch some of this part, the parts of this thing. I'm on a camera and there's a green screen behind me. I'm just chilling, talking. And um, you guys can also stream on YouTube as well, of course. Um, a few reminders. I'll be on tour next month. I'm in Europe. 12, 12 shows. The London shows are completely sold out. Uh, I think some of the other ones are about to sell out. So be sure you get them as soon as you can. Also, I have brand new merch coming out. Brand new merchies. I want a light stick. You want a light stick? I never had one. I'll buy one. Um, I'll contribute. I so we're gonna be selling a bunch of stuff online, mm. so people internationally, you guys can get it. We have hoodies, we got tour merch, we got runaway stuff. Like I personally designed everything this time around, so you guys can check it out. If you like it, cop it. If you don't, don't get it. I was gonna be like, if they don't like it, you're gonna take it really personally. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, I'm gonna cry in a corner, and never leave my room. Also, we started getting some some gifts gifts for you guys. Aside from the people who have been winning for the reviews, um, we're getting some signed CDs. So we'll be start, we're going to start sending out signed CDs um, from some of our artist friends. Uh, some of these are not available for sale at all. Like my Runaway CDs are not available for sale anywhere. Uh, so yeah, so we're going to be giving out some prizes. We're going to pick people from those who have left reviews on our podcast. So go ahead and do that. Um, for Spotify listeners, go ahead and follow our podcast channel and then our podcast itself, right? That K-Pop Tebak Show with Eric Nam has a playlist. So follow that as well. Send it to us on our socials. The K-Pop Tebak Spotify uh, playlist does not count. I just want to be very clear. Um, so do that. And uh, yeah, interact with us on our socials. We'll give you more information on how to win cool prizes uh, from our friends. And yeah. Have a great week. Check out the next few episodes. We have some bonuses for you guys. But Brian, I feel like you haven't talked today at all. What's going on? Hello. How is everybody doing today? Um, you doing well? 
Yes. I was, uh, yeah, I was just thinking. What? You know, how can we make this show amaze balls? <laughs> I thought it already was amaze balls. Even more amaze uh, balls. Well, I just, maybe I have low standards compared to you. So, just thinking of different ways we can uh, get the audience involved. I think it'd be really cool if we call, like, someone. Yeah. And Why not? Make that, like, its own segment. We could do that. A personal chat with Eric Nam. Me? We could try that. Why not? That'd be cool. It's very personal. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. I think you're lonely. <laughs> yeah, could you actually redirect that call to, to my phone? To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. We could do that sometime. <laughs> we'll do a, uh, I don't know. We'll figure that out. Put it on our socials where we'll, we'll have somebody call in, take a question, chat, hang out, that kind of thing. I'll be on ASC this week. I just realized. I just said the word hangout and I thought of ASC. I haven't been to ASC in years. Uh, maybe a year and a half or so. It's jingle time. <laughs> All right, jingle us. Jingle, jingle, jingle. All right. This week on K-Pop Devot, we are covering... <laughs> Henry. Henry, Pakushin, and Oh My Girl. What was Henry's song? Untitled Love Song. Henry's Untitled Love Song. Yeah, I think I... Pak Kyoshin's Goodbye. Pak Goodbye. Oh, my girl. S-S-F-W-L. How do you make that into a song? Slow down. S-S-F-L? S-S-F-W-L. Let me write that down. The, or you can, you can call it the fifth season. These names are getting... Call it the, call it the fifth season, season. Well, I'm going to call it by its proper name. Well, it's... it's the, okay. S-S-F-W-L. Woo-woo! Oh, my girl! S-S-F-W-L. Fifth season. Again, that's not a song. <laughs> S-S-F... Oh, I said three S's. Start. S S F W L. That was not even a song. That was just S S F W L. There you go. Don't ever, don't ever challenge you. Challenge me. I just challenged the crap out of you. The jingle slot is mine. All right, do it. Beat it. Well, S S F W L. So now you're just gonna straight up copy me. Outro! Thank you for listening to K-Pop Devot with Eric Nam. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. Hey listeners, I'm Rachel Thomas, host of Tilted Alinum Podcast. We bring you conversations at the intersection of gender and culture, highlight people who inspire us and share expert stories to help you make the playing field a little less tilted. 
Burnout is the feeling of being overwhelmed and exhausted by everything you have to do while still worrying that you are not doing enough. That's a feeling so many women are all too familiar with, and research backs it up. Women are shouldering a much heavier workload and showing more signs of burnout than men during COVID-19. I wanted some answers, so I spoke with two experts on the topic, Ariana Huffington and Emily Nagoski, for advice on preventing burnout in our own lives. I hope you'll tune into this episode and subscribe to Tilted, a Lean In podcast on Acast or wherever you listen. Acast recommends. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.